Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And as promised, folks, we have a real deal guest for you today, George Papadopoulos. He's written a fantastic book, Deep State Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. And thank you so much uh, for joining us and sharing with our audience. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine. I mean, look, to start this thing out, you you you, you describe exactly what terror is, that the, the FBI, they tell you you're under arrest, they don't tell you what you've done, and you're being hauled off in a black SUV. I guess it had probably had black glass, too. Uh, the prosecutors, right. you're going to get 25 years. You've been charged with lying. You've not been told about what. And uh, and then you realize that you've had a target on your back for quite some time. I mean, that's like something out of a movie about the East German Stasi. Absolutely. And you know what's, what's uh, incredible? That, uh, that, that this was a Stasi uh, maneuver. It was a way to basically terrify and uh, humiliate uh, anyone working with the Trump campaign and associates uh, and beat us into submission by uh, doing two things, bankrupting us and coming up with these insane phony charges to uh, basically, uh, you know, continue to rack up our legal bills and, uh, you know, make us basically uh, sing for them. And one thing Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to do, one thing I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to sing for these people just to, you know, lessen my burden it was, if you're going to come at me and you want to put me in jail, I'm going to do it like a man. But I'm not going to lie about the president because he had nothing to do with it. Neither did I and neither did anybody on the Trump campaign regarding this nonsense about Russia and Russia collusion. And that's why I feel vindicated now uh, that the Mueller report has come out and it has that firm conclusion that there was no collusion, mm-hmm. there was no conspiracy. And not only that, Brother Craig, they knew this from the beginning. Yes, that's this is the scandal Mm -hmm. this was all orchestrated pre-planned this was the insurance policy that these guys were talking about this entire time we basically were living in a twilight zone for the last three years in which it was like a movie that they wrote the script for Mm -hmm. and that's what my book covers uh for everyone who really wants to understand how this entire investigation this phony investigation started who the deep state operatives were and how extensive it went uh, and how many countries were involved. That's what my book covers. That's what my testimony the Congress covered. And that's why so many people now, including, you know, people like yourself, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, they're openly talking about my case mm-hmm. and they're looking at it from a different point of view. And they're saying something doesn't add up here. And I think that's why the president is going to declassify this some material, all this surveillance material. I hope he declassifies it all, you know. And Brennan is so wicked. I mean, this is a guy that oh, yeah. voted communist, uh, I think, back in 1980. Actually voted for a communist, and Barack Obama picks him to head the CIA and in, in order to get around American law of what CIA can and cannot do. They depend on um, agents uh, from England, from Australia, you know, this is, uh, you know, share a little bit of what you've learned about uh, Halper, uh, Brennan, and, and how they they wove this net to try to give themselves deniability. 
absolutely right. The one thing, so here's what happened. So because I already was under an illicit investigation during my time even working on the Ben Carson campaign, see, people don't realize I got my, my uh, first uh, experience in presidential politics by working with the Ben Carson campaign, Dr. Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. And I already had a target on me because I was working for a rival opposition campaign uh, against Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. So they already put me under the spotlight. And by the time I joined the Trump campaign, there was something that just struck me as very bizarre regarding all these agents that you described from the UK and Australia. Mm-hmm. I, was living in, I was living in London for the first couple months that I was on the campaign. I was flying back and forth uh, from London to D.C. Uh, because I, that's where my, my business was at the time and where my uh, fiancé was living. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to get these bizarre invites from the embassy of Australia, the embassy of the U.K., uh, I'm sorry, U.K. diplomats, all these bizarre characters, they start meeting with me and start trying to offer me or and talk to me about Russia, Hillary Clinton's emails without me ever talking about it. I, mm-hmm. I didn't want this information. So what they were doing is they were doing exactly what you just explained. They were taking orders from, the, from John Brennan to go towards Trump campaign associates and transition officials. They did the same thing to Mike Flynn, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's why... That's why this guy, Stefan Halper, that everyone's been talking about recently, this uh, British intelligence guy who was working with the CIA, is so important because he was going around meeting with me, Michael Flynn, and then lying to the FBI and the CIA about who we were, what we were telling him, in order to get FISA warrants and wiretap us and other members of the Trump campaign. So that's what the real scandal is. And uh, basically, uh, it's, it makes Watergate look like small potatoes. And, and here's yeah. what I'm talking about. Here's what I mean by that. Because people ask me, what do you mean by that? I tell them, look, Watergate was a bunch of guys who break into the hotel. They get arrested, and Nixon ends up resigning for his own stupidities, okay? Mm-hmm. In, in this case, we had the entire intelligence agency of the, of the U.S., meaning the CIA, NSA, FBI, colluding and spying on us under the direction of the Obama administration. And not only that, every time we would go abroad, he would weaponize the British and the Australians and, and the European intelligence agencies to spy on us, too. Mm-hmm. We, were under, we, we were under surveillance literally 24 hours a day, and they still found no crime. So what did they have to do? They had to then invent things. And that's why they came up with all these bizarre perjury traps that they caught myself in, Michael Flynn, mm-hmm. uh, Jer- Jerome Corsi, Roger Stone, where they're basically saying, we know there's no underlying crime because we had yeah. you guys under surveillance for 24 hours a day, but, but we have to show something. And we have to show that Donald Trump was corrupt. So we made up this investigation. And in order to justify it, we're going to catch you in, in perjury traps. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. And I really appreciate you. You stood like a man, just like Dr. Corsi. You know, he came on this program and he said, look, I'm an old man, but if you guys want to put me in prison, I'm not, you know, do that. But I'm not going to lie and plead guilty. And you said the same thing. You're not going to lie and plead guilty just to save yourself some pain. And uh, here we are in the Easter season, which this was done 2,000 years ago. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, things just don't change. Uh, anyway, look, we, we have to take a quick break now. So uh, when we come back, I want to... Oh, we, oh okay. All right. We, we have some technical difficulty, folks. We're going to take a break and we'll uh, we'll get Mr. Papadopoulos back and we'll have him back for another segment on the other side of the break. 
Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the... Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, and I am coming back at you live here on The Really Real Deal. Thank you for joining us again, folks, and uh, thank you for staying over, George. And, uh, you know, you uh, you write that you were idealistic, trusting, and naive, but you had enough sense to know that the walrus is Halper the Walrus, his his uh his assistant with all those curves packed on that um you know you had enough sense i guess your spider sense started tingling you know something's not right about this this woman is like you you said she was straight out of central casting as the sexy spy hey that's exactly right and and uh, thanks for 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 keeping me on sorry my phone died i'm glad uh where i got back on look that's exactly right this guy helper uh, you, I'll give you an incredible story about this guy. So it's September 2016, okay? This is at the time when the FBI and all these people are issuing FISA warrants. They're really going after us because they start realizing that Trump is going to win, mm-hmm. or at least he has a really good shot at winning. So if he's going to win, there better be that insurance policy, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what the insurance policy is. The insurance policy basically was that if he's going to win, which it looks like he's going to win, uh, this is Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, we better have something to handcuff him in case he wins so that we could uh, destroy his presidency. And that's mm-hmm. actually what the last two years were all about. So they bring in this guy, Halper. And what happened is Halper, I didn't know it at the time, but he was uh, spying on Mike Flynn for like a year before he reached out to me. And uh, he was basically lying about Mike Flynn, calling him a Russian spy, a Russian mm-hmm. agent. And that's exactly what caught the attention of the FBI on him, and that's why they destroyed his life. It was all a setup for him. So mm-hmm. with me, all of a sudden, I'm sitting in my house. It's uh, September, you know, just waiting to see what's going to happen with the campaign. Everything's going great. And I get an email out of the blue from the Stephen Helper guy. He's telling me I'm a Cambridge professor. I'm going to pay you $3,000. I realize you're in the energy business. You know Israel really good. Because that's actually why I was hired. I was really connected in the Middle East and with Israel and with Egypt. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I said, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and he said, I'm going to pay for you to come out here. So basically, he pays me three thousand dollars, and uh, I fly out to London. And uh, before I meet him, he brings this girl to meet me, and I explain, <laughs> and I explain her in my book as a honeypot. And for people who don't know what a honeypot <laughs> is, it's, it's basically. It's basically like a spy woman yeah. who is used like out of a James Bond movie to like either uh, get you, know, you to let do, your guard down or or to make you say something that you wouldn't have usually said, even if it's true or not. Even mm-hmm. if you're like, is that OK, so she all of a sudden, this very beautiful girl, she starts, you know, grabbing my arm and asking me questions about Russians. And I'm starting to laugh at her because obviously we had nothing to do with the Russians. Mm-hmm. So then so then I'm I'm a little like disturbed you know because uh you know cambridge 
doesn't usually have women like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, especially, you know, the way she was behaving. So anyway, I let it go, and I was introduced to the walrus uh, the next day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Stephen Hopper, the moment I sit down with this guy, he's sweating. He's uh, paranoid. He's yelling at me. He's basically telling me that, uh, you know, my ideas are wrong. The CIA doesn't like them. I explained this all in my book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically... Well, now, uh, wanna, what was their real? What was their real aim? Okay, you got this Turkish deal. Uh, yeah. pi, you know, it's like an energy deal with Turkey yeah. that they want to yeah. protect, and then you have yeah. Russia. You know, Trump wants to kind of sees Russia, I think, as wanting to warm relations in order to build yeah. a wall against China and radical Islam. Yes, and so yes, exactly. you write that they're trying, and we like, and, and we're kind of short on time. So, uh, if you could maybe re- answer that in in the minute we have left, absolutely. So basically, you said it right. So I don't even need to say more about that. That's what we were. I was trying to say, and because Helper was run by the CIA, the CIA didn't want Trump to work with Russia because they have their own interests. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure that the military constantly is in a state of war with Russia for their own reasons, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what money. he brought me over. Money. That He brought me over to hear my thoughts on that, to basically then spy on me for that, send it to the CIA, and then that's when they completely started to throw other informants my way, and it's all in the book. Now, then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he starts drinking, and he starts telling me, you know everything about Russia, and the Russians are working with you, right, George? And I tell him to his face, I don't know what you're talking about. It's treason, what you're talking about. And Trump or none of us are dealing with the Russians. So I said that on a recorded line because he had a wire on him. And the FBI still used him as an informant to lie about me and others to get more FISA warrants. And that's what the new information that's coming Mm -hmm. out is, that the FBI did not show the FISA uh, court exculpatory evidence of what I was telling Helper and what Flynn was telling Helper and what Carter Page was telling Helper that should have resulted in them never getting a FISA warrant. Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's going to be coming out soon. Just hold on to your seatbelts because we're going to be here for a very bumpy ride moving forward. Yeah, yeah. But look, thank you so much. It's been great. And, uh, folks, you got to get this book. Tell the folks real quick uh, how to get the book and connect with you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. So you can follow me on Twitter at GeorgePapa19 and the book Deep State Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. It's available on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. I hope you enjoy it. Okay. Thank you now. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Craig. Thank Uh, you. All right. Bye Bye. now. All right, folks.